Hello everyone, welcome to Brands Tech. This episode of the interview show will begin in just one moment, so please stay tuned. Hello everyone, this is Brandon and welcome to this episode of Brands Tech. How are you all? I hope that everyone's been doing well. And so today I'm happy to have my special guest for today and I'll actually let her introduce herself. Hi, my name is Kiara and I am a personal trainer um, and also nutrition coach. Um, I graduated with my bachelor's last year in 2020 as a bachelor's of science in kinesiology and health science. Um, I aspire to be a doctor in the future, and so currently right now I'm doing the whole MCAT studying and all that's really consuming my time, but in a few years, I'll be, you know, Dr. Reyes. (laughs) Well, that is really great to hear, and I'm just really glad that we were able to take some time out and have you here as a guest. Yes, for sure, for sure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And so the way that I start off all of my podcasts, I want to start off by asking, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. You know, can't complain. <laughs> Every day is a blessing. Today I went and um, trained one of my personal training clients in the morning. And then after that, I washed my car because it's been spontaneously raining. And I always like look at the weather channel or weather thing to see gonna rain or not and then it always does so i've been prolonging this car wash for months and months and it finally works <laughs> hopefully it doesn't rain today yeah well i'm hoping for the best for your car and yeah. so for today's topic yeah and actually as you mentioned in your introduction you know with you right now being a personal trainer is that i want to ask you know, all about first of all like you know all about your time right now as a personal trainer and then also like the technology aspects behind it and so Les, i'm just really excited for this for this conversation that we'll be having yes yes so my time as personal trainer um i've been a personal trainer for a year now a year and some months um it's been good it's been good it's actually been kind of rough um at the beginning especially because when i became a personal trainer it was like right when COVID started it was that march that everything closed down and so i didn't really have that experience of working with a gym or any of that stuff um seeing people at school and be like hey let's go like we were all virtual so i kind of had to use technology to um put myself out there and market myself and that was really hard as well because i don't really like to message random people or like i don't know what people think of me sometimes so i'm like hey how do i get how do i get like um clients do they come to me do i come to them how do i get a how do i make a price so all of that was very hard at the beginning plus two i was like okay let's say i got a client now, where do I go train them? Do I train them on my house? Do I train them in the street at the park? Where do I get the weights? Like the gyms are closed. Um, so that was a rough part. So I started actually training online. So it was through an app. 
Um, and on the app, I would put all of the workouts and the whole plan on there. And then the client would um, do them. And then he, they would let me know like, okay, workout completed. And then they would have their schedule and then we could, would communicate through the app. So the first um, majority of my time as a personal trainer was during that app um, and training virtually. So, yeah. <laughs> and so how was that experience for you? Like getting adjusted? Cause I'm sure that's not what you, you know, had thought, thought that your, um, you know, beginning time as a personal trainer would be when you first sought out to do this. Yeah, it it really taught me, you know, to adjust and also taught me to get out of my comfort zone. And I really had to just wing it. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to start. I didn't know um, how people even started. Like I would watch a bunch of YouTube videos of other personal trainers and see how they started. Um, I didn't know my worth in terms of how much to charge. Like, should I charge someone 10 bucks an hour? Like, should I, like what's, what's the price range? What would I charge for a month of virtual training? Like I had no idea. Um, and so of course with time, I grew um, confident in what I was doing and people were actually coming to me. Um, I would post a lot more videos and a lot more of me like promoting myself on my stories. Um, I would also post a lot of workout videos, workout tips. And I guess after I did that more consistently, I started getting more people, you know, just messaging me and say, hey, I would like to work with you and blah, blah. And then um, that's how I gained my clientele. Um, and a big thing that I noticed with online training is you're going to have a lot of people that are interested but when it really comes to put in the work it's very hard for a beginner to start online like virtual training like just with i give you the plan and you do it at home um, i learned that beginners actually need that like in-person um, help or push um, or if it's virtual they need like the like one-on-one -on -one facetime session where I can watch them and tell them, yo, get it done or because um, I noticed that a lot of my clients were not consistent, um, a lot of excuses and a lot of stuff. And it really got frustrating. But um, also, I couldn't blame them, too, because it's during a pandemic. But I, I learned that that mostly online is more for someone who already has um, experience in working out or whatnot and they just need a little bit of guidance um, but for me that was a hard part and I also noticed too that let's say my first client I was like oh I don't know what to do how do I make a plan like I did it in school but how do I make a real plan for a real person who's actually paying me um, I I just told myself you know what like you know this you know this you need to gain confidence because if they can tell that you're like shy or you're shaky or you're uncertain of yourself it's gonna make them not trust you and then trust is the biggest part um that a lot of people especially um clients seek from their personal trainers or whatnot because you need to trust the person to be able to do kind of what they say um 
And so, yeah, I, I noticed that too, that a lot of my nonverbal and stuff like that, I needed to control it and be like, act confident, act confident. You probably don't know what you're going to do or what you're doing, but just, you know, act confident. <laughs> so I learned that too. Wow. And, you know, a lot of that too, I feel like so many parallels from what you just said with, you know, me and podcasting. I mean, I like when I had first started having guests, it was only two months before the pandemic changed everything. And it's sort of like, a, where do I go from here? Like, you know, every everyone's busy now. And like, it's like, how do I even like establish myself? You know, you know, with just being virtual, because it's not like you could even like hand out flyers if you wanted to, or, you know, bump into someone in the streets. Like we were at home most of, most of the time. Exactly. Exactly. And then not even the gyms were open. Like I didn't have access to a lot of weights. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, getting a home gym is like expensive. And I was still a student and I didn't have the money for that. And then I was like, well, Let's say I get my clients who come in person. Where am I going to train them? That was a big concern. And I learned that there's actually gyms that you pay like a monthly fee and they rent out the space for you. And I'm like, oh, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> I'm not ready for that yet. Because it was like 400 to $600 a month. And I still didn't have like a good foundation of like the client base so i was like i can't afford this right now so you know little by little but like you said just being confident even though something's new just just go for it <laughs> wow and and like you said i mean like i said that's a very steep price especially like for just starting off and so i'm sure for you it was like like you know while this is something i'm really passionate about and serious about it's like at the same time like i'm not ready for this level yet Mm -hmm. exactly exactly so yeah um so social media was my prime um way to get myself out there and you know get my clients get people to know my name my followers grew but then um after <laughs> i noticed that my followers would grow with like the hashtags that was one thing that i used a lot um but also being consistent about posting and you know i don't know if you have seen like are you ever think about influencers you're like oh influencers how cool would it be you know to have all these followers all these people liking their stuff um all these people you know commenting and whatnot and uh, messaging them and having a lot of DMs to read. Um, so I was like, oh yeah, that's so cool. That's so cool. But then, <laughs> later on, I noticed that I wasn't an influencer at all, at all. But I, my following grew and it was so much work to be consistently posting. I didn't know it was that much work. And so I really applaud influencers because man, I don't know how they do it. And I guess that's why there's like a lot of them are successful in their fitness industry, like really successful is because of their following and all that stuff. But that social media part is a job in itself. <laughs> did it take how long did it take you, um, give or take, to really like understand the social media part? And then also like with that, were you like at all experienced like in consistently doing social media prior to this? So 
prior to my personal training, um, I would, I was that kind of person that just posted kind of, you know, whatever, like when I went to an event or, you know, a nice picture or whatnot, just kind of posted about my life or trips. Um, but I never felt the obligation or the pressure of having a post um, every day or every few days or, you know, respond to people or stuff like that. I just posted for me. But after I became a personal trainer and, you know, really worked hard on improving, you know, increasing my following, I was such a nerd. <laughs> I would look at articles and look at um, different videos and even ask friends who I saw that had a lot of followers about how they got it and they explained to me the algorithm and I'm just like Instagram's algorithm is just crazy it's ridiculous um so I would say more or less it took me since I became a personal trainer to start like before then I didn't really I would post workout videos here and there but I'm the type of person that if I didn't have my certification yet even though I had the knowledge, I wasn't going to charge anyone um, because ethically it just didn't feel right. I know other people do that. I did not. So I didn't really treat the marketing part seriously until I after I got my personal training certification. And yeah, it was hard. It was tough to work. One of my friends was like, yeah, you know, you have to like so many pictures a day. And then you have to comment on um, this many people's stuff a day and then follow like two or three people a day. So Instagram can tell that you're active and then you show up in other people's feed more. And I'm just like, that's so complicated. I don't have time to sit here and like, you know, like people's stuff and then search for people and then follow them like what if i don't want to follow them what if i don't want to see their stuff and then after that i actually started noticing that the people whose stuff i actually wanted to see had disappeared so i i also follow a lot of workout people um, and a lot of like high you know bikini competitors and bodybuilders and stuff and so once i started doing that i did start increasing my um, following but um, the algorithm for myself wasn't showing me the people who I wanted to see. Like they were showing me like random accounts who I didn't even know who they were and not the accounts I actually, you know, wanted to see like the bodybuilders and stuff. So then I started researching more on the algorithm and to this day, I still don't understand it. <laughs> I still don't understand how that works. But if anybody can tell me, how do I get my the people who I actually want to see on my Instagram um, feed, let me know. <laughs> yeah, I think the way that it goes and yeah, it, it definitely baffles me too. I mean, for me, like, you know, as much as, you know, content in terms of podcasts go out, it's like, well, I've done all of that. It's like, like you said, it feels almost like a whole nother job to take on the whole social media thing. And like, and mm -hmm. then especially like, like you said, like, it's like, you know, what if I don't want to follow these people? What if I don't want to like it? That's sort of where in order to grow, you know, without having an already established base, it's like you almost have to do all that stuff to even get that far. And so I think the way Instagram goes is where it wants, it measures it based off like your likes and how many times like you save their post and 
all all mm. that other stuff. I see. That's interesting. I still that's very interesting how that algorithm works. Um, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, and continuing on with that, I mean, I know. Yeah, as you said, has it was it weird all that? Did you think you would ever need to use like, you know, you know, essentially be um, technologically um, savvy at least in social media regards, like to even you know be a personal trainer? I mean, because I'm sure that while you probably um, have definitely considered it like, you know, as just another part of it, it's almost where, especially now in this pandemic, it's almost where you need to be, you know you need to be very intimate with both, you know, the fitness side of it and the social media and promotion side of it as well. Yes, that is very true. Um, I would find myself with, I am not tech savvy at all. Like I barely know how to use the TV we have because we don't have cable anymore, by the way. So we have like Roku and like other stuff. And then there's apps and there's, I don't know. I, I barely know how to use my TV. <laughs> Um, so when I was like, how do I do this? How do I post a video? Um, so I had no idea that becoming a personal trainer included all of this techie stuff. Um, oh, let's not talk about the logo. Actually, my uncle Kenny, he made me a logo. <laughs> um, and then the business cards and I tried to design a website and I started on like the free website. Um, you know sites and then i was like i don't even know how to pick the colors i don't even know what colors to pick i don't i want to make this cute i want to make it look good and i did not have the skills for that so <laughs> um but i had no idea that i had that this was all included in you know the personal training i thought it was just you know the weights training somebody you know guiding them and showing them you know the tips um, on how to reach their goals and then I also saw myself struggling with videos. So I would record myself at the gym and then it would be like weird angles. And I'm like, no, I don't like that angle. So I would have to go again and record and record and record. And then I would always, this was before COVID. I would always um, feel like nervous recording at the gym because I thought people were gonna look at me weird and like, what is she doing recording herself? Um, but then, over like during COVID, I was just doing home workouts. So I bought a little tripod. I'm like, okay, I got this, I got this. So I started recording myself. And then I had no idea that it takes so much to compile a video together with all the workouts and crop them and how to even add music. I The simple thing of adding music to video, I didn't even know how to do that. And how to add words to the video and, and how to make the words look where I wanted to do. And so I downloaded a couple free apps on Apple um, iTunes or the App Store. And I tried, but a lot of the free ones would either put the watermark on your video, which I did not want. And then they weren't really allowing you to do like put the words where you want them to do or or edit them and then i learned i learned this new that when you're recording instead of recording with the camera um kind of vertical that it's better to record horizontal so that it you don't get like black stuff at the top and the bottom i was like what is this i had no idea of uh, because i would always record vertical and um yeah, I don't know if you know about that. I'm sure you do. 
And then I also researched about different, like I said, different apps and stuff. And I noticed that and watch videos. I noticed people who have Mac books actually can do more of the editing and all that stuff way cooler than me. <laughs> and my sister has a Mac, but I don't. So I was like, uh, I don't know. So I ended up just settling for um, posting each video individually and then just taking off the sound. <laughs> Because I didn't know I didn't know how to do anything else. Yeah, I mean, I know for me, like even when I started content creation now five years ago, um, a little over that, is that you know, there's it's like there's so much stuff that seems like so easy, like you know, that's like okay, well, you know, these people do it all the time, but when it really comes down to doing it yourself, it's like oh, it's like where is this button? Like you know, I, I've been doing this stuff for such a long time, but where is it? Yeah, and I would see a lot of influencers post like hey i recorded a workout for y'all today um i released the video on wednesday for example and in my head i would be like why wednesday you know why can't like why not today and now i understand why because it takes so much time <laughs> yeah and do you think that your perspective on everything has changed over this past year oh yeah a lot um not only did I grow in my confidence um, as my like confidence in myself and what I can offer and how I that I can actually help someone and teach someone, um, but I grew to really value a lot of technology um, because I wasn't really forced to use it to an extreme or really. like, you know, just aside from your normal day to day stuff, I wasn't really forced to use it. So I'm like, wow, maybe. I should pay for someone to do a website for me because they could probably do a lot better than what I can and they could probably do it a lot faster because they already know all the all the stuff and you know how to get it done and make it look pretty and versus me trying. <laughs> so I'm like, that's talent, y'all, that's talent. So I also grew to value a lot of um, people in the tech industry and computers and all that stuff. Yeah, well, that has really been great to hear. And one of the things I did actually want to ask is so, you know, now we are slowly, you know, getting out of the pandemic and going back to not necessarily how it was before, but almost like this new normal where, you know, at least we're able to meet up like in person again and all of that stuff. So for you, how do you envision like the next year or so, you know, for you as a, yeah, as a personal trainer, especially in relation to technology, like, do you think you'll be, you know, needing it like as much as, as you do now? Or do you think that, yeah, I guess now that you can finally see people, some people in person, at least hopefully by the end of this year, 2021, that, you know, that things will be, I guess, lessened with technology. I'm sorry, that's a really awkward wording, but. Um, I, I think that with you know how everything's going now i'll probably still need to use technology like specifically like my instagram and facebook stuff like that um to just continue posting um but i realized that to get content out there i didn't have to do all the techie stuff and like all the extra cool stuff like even just something you know basic <laughs> to my technology levels um would suffice for for a lot of people to like you know to share my content and get all my stuff out there um 
So I do think I may still be using the same level of technology, which was just social media. Um, probably not so much following on increasing my following. I think for now, I may just um, have people who I already know and stuff like that to train um, and form relationships like that rather than having like random new people, especially because I prefer training in person than virtually. Um, the virtually is just not not my favorite <laughs> because I feel like I, I don't really have that intimate relationship with the client. Um, I can't really see their form, how they're doing it, you know, push them to do it, give them like a time frame, like, hey, we're working out at this hour and see you soon. Whereas if you're training online, there's a lot of freedom for them to not do it. <laughs> um, and so I think there is a closer relationship with me when I train someone in person. I know there's a lot of people that can train online and they love it. But just for me, it just as maybe later in the future I might, but right now in my life, I prefer that one-on-one -on -one in person contact um, rather than online. And also online there's lag time. Like I would have to wait for someone to respond and then they might take forever or I'm busy or this. Um, and it just seemed like a lot of lag time and then I wasn't seeing that my clients were getting the results um, that they were needing or looking for. Um, so I feel like in person a lot better is for me but I'll still continue posting online trying to post videos and stuff like that. Um, but over the past um, I would say since August I haven't really been too active in the fitness stuff posting on Instagram. I've been more just posting, you know, my normal life and day-to-day -day random stuff. Um, because I actually got in a car accident and that really, really kind of stopped a lot of the stuff that I had in my life. <laughs> um, and so ever since my car accident, I haven't been as, essentially I haven't been as using the social media as much or posting videos or as active. That's the word I was looking for. Um, I haven't been as active due to just other things, you know, yeah. physical therapy. I had a cast. Then I had uh, surgery and all kinds of stuff. But hopefully this year and, you know, in the future, in the year to come, I can start using it more, start posting more and start recording myself more. But yeah, it's a process, <laughs> even though I'm not doing all the fancy stuff. Yeah, well, first of all, I'm just really glad that you, you have been able to, for the most part, safely recover from from the car accident, because I know that was, you know, must have been very traumatic and everything. So yeah, yes. But, but yeah, but with that being said, I will still be here with you in just one moment. So please stay tuned.
And of course, I am still here with my amazing guest for the day. And so as we're wrapping up, this is a time where I give the opportunity to, to ask you if you have any, yeah, find any final comments, thoughts, or even questions for me. Um, yeah, I, I just kind of wanted to see if anybody knows anything about the websites I've been wanting to do, um, increasing you know the clientele with business cards and stuff so if anybody knows any of that let me know um i also wanted to kind of let y'all know where y'all guys can reach me at um my instagram is taina fitness and taina as in t-a-i-n-a um fitness and then you'll see me there you can send me messages any of that stuff follow me <laughs> Yeah, that is great. And I'm wishing all the best for everyone coming out and contacting you. Thank you so much for speaking with me for today's episode of the interview show here on Brands Tech. Thank you so much. But yeah, thank you so much for being here. I truly appreciate you taking out your time. Yes, of course. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll talk to you all later. Bye.